Hey mama, welcome to episode number 74. We're going to be talking about how to discover and hone in on your zone of genius with the amazing Jenny Melrose today. I can't wait for you guys to get to meet her. Before we dig into the episode, I want to read you the review of the week. This review was left by Jen Befit. It's a five-star review, and Jen Befit says, Wow, we have some amazing things in common. Your show always speaks to me, but today's was wow. Yesterday, God reminded me to be still, patient, have peace like a river, and hearing your words resonated with me. He already knows the path. I've just got to listen, learn, and follow. Thanks, Stephanie. Be blessed. Thanks, Jen, for leaving that review. You have no idea the impact each one of these reviews makes on my heart and my happiness, and I'm so grateful to each and every one of you that has left a review for the show. You mean more to me than you know. And hey, sister friend, if you haven't left a review, pause this episode right quick. Head over to iTunes, leave me a written review, and who knows, maybe I'll read yours live on the air. What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. All right, boss, today we are talking with Jenny Melrose, who is a former reading specialist who retired from her teaching career when her blogging income far exceeded her salary. Through hard work and dedication, her lifestyle blog, The Melrose Family, became regularly sought out by nationally recognized brands such as Neutrogena, Smuckers, Glad, Costco, Stanley Steamer, Sara Lee, and many more. The unique pitching process that Jenny developed for working with these brands transformed an empty editorial calendar into one that was completely booked months in advance. Now, she's combining her passion for teaching with her extensive experience working with brands to help other bloggers and influencers do the same via JennyMelrose.com and her podcast, Influencer Entrepreneurs with Jenny Melrose. You guys are going to love this conversation as we dig into discovering your zone of genius, differentiating it between your zone of greatness, and then how to utilize that zone of genius throughout your entire life. I can't wait. Today's show is super fun. Let's dig in. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited. I have Jenny Melrose with me right now sitting here on Zoom. I can see her beautiful face and she's going to be teaching us so much today about our zones of genius. So welcome, Jenny. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for having me, Steph. I appreciate it. I'm excited to really dive into this topic. It's one of my favorites. Good. We need it. So start us off in your own words. We want to hear your story. Like, How did you get started as an entrepreneur? Tell us your background and kind of what you're doing now. Of course. So I am actually a former inner city school district reading specialist. I was a teacher for nine years and also while I was teaching, started a lifestyle blog, The Melrose Family. I had that site for nine years. I actually recently just sold it about a month ago. I created quick and easy recipes and projects for busy parents. From that site, I was able to replace my teaching income in New York 
by doing sponsored content. I'm very well known in the blogging world as the girl that knows how to pitch to reach out to brands for sponsored campaigns. But I was able to replace my teaching salary. So I was able to stop teaching. I retired, um, which was very a good thing because I was at the end of my time of wanting to teach anymore. But we then moved down to North Carolina and I started being asked by tons of bloggers how I was able to do it. How was I able to start pitching and all this? So the Jenny Melrose side of my business started. I started the podcast and courses, membership site, all the whistles and everything else that comes with it. And I actually just hosted my first conference in Charlotte last, not even a month ago. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I do a lot of speaking and just coaching as far as the entrepreneur and figuring out how to make their business work best for them and their families. How long did it take you? You mentioned you had started blogging. I know that's like a long game. How long did it take you to replace the teaching salary with your blog? It was about five years that it took. It was definitely a marathon for me. And it was also at that time when I started my blog, I had just had my first daughter. So I had my first daughter and then I was like, oh, I have nothing better to do. Let's start a blog with a baby. But it was also for me, it was my way of finding myself. I kind of didn't, I had lost myself as a new mom. And that was, the blog became my way of having time to myself, being able to do whatever I needed to do to kind of feel creative and feel like I still had mine together, which at times I really felt like I didn't with a baby. (laughs) Who does? I still don't have my mind together. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I was also, of course, working full time at the same time. So it took a good about five years. Wow. And then now you also run your podcast. How does your podcast tie in to your now blog and your Jenny Melrose brand? So the blog I ended up selling because it, I had other people that were kind of managing it and overseeing it. it. took me a while to kind of decide that I needed to walk away from it, that I needed to kind of really start to focus just on the Jenny Melrose side of things. Um, last year in 2018, I spoke at 13 different conferences across the country. And with two little girls, it was too much to have two different blogs going at the same time. So the podcast has now allowed me the opportunity to really build that community and be able to focus them more on helping them grow their businesses so that they can also either do it full time or make it part of their income streams for sure. And are you mainly teaching bloggers or do you find that you have a lot of other business styles that are listening into your podcast? What actually has happened is most of the bloggers originally found me because I didn't have the podcast. I started off with courses, which I know is similar to your journey as well. And I was known as the pitching girl. I was speaking at multiple conferences, always being asked to tell people how to pitch. Uh, From there, I then decided to start the podcast. And now what I'm noticing is I'm attracting women entrepreneurs that have some sort of online presence, whether it's an actual store that's online or if they're using even, I have just Instagram influencers that are coming and finding me. So primarily it's some sort of online presence, not ever really brick and mortar. Isn't that cool how it kind of transitions over time? Cause I started just talking to network marketers and then it just started to grow and grow and grow. So really cool to, to see your brand expanding. So one of the first things that people will come to me with Jenny, they're like, okay, I hear you guys about having this online presence, whether that be the blog or the podcast or the blank, 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 but I don't understand what I should speak about. How do I figure out where my expertise lies? Like, what would you give us as like the first step there? So for me, 
I call it my zone of genius. And I know I've listened to some of your podcast episodes and I know that it's similar as well. It has to be what lights you up. What are you getting questions about all the time from other people? And what do you find energy from? If you look at creating content as not really something that excites you, then I wouldn't necessarily say that that's the direction to go. If it's not, you know, if you're looking to be a home decorator or an organizer or whatever it is, it has to be something that lights you up so that when you get up in the morning, your feet hit the ground and you're like, yes, let's do this. She's up, she's ready to go. And you just, as someone that's an entrepreneur, it's such a roller coaster ride of ups and downs that if you don't love what you do, it's not going to last. So it has to be something that you really get excited about, you get energy from, not feeling like you're exhausted afterwards. And in order to find it, I think that you have to listen to the people around you. What are you being asked questions about all the time? What comes natural to you? Yeah, become aware of where your gifts are. Yeah. Like I had this friend and she's like, oh, everybody keeps asking me to help them with nutrition stuff. Like they're constantly asking me how to create macros or how to do this smoothie. And I'm like, hello, like, don't you see this? Like you have this gift for this thing. So here's someone and they're going, okay, I kind of maybe have these ideas. Like how do they really zone in on uncovering their zone of genius? Do you have certain questions that they should ask or any like inventorying of their life that they should go through to kind of identify that? I think that the best place to start is always friends and family that know you. And simply starting off by asking a friend and family member, what am I good at? What do you feel like it just comes naturally to me? Because oftentimes we're too close to it to really see what it is that we are exceptionally great at or that we just do naturally. Maybe it's just something that we see as what everybody has to know this. That is, was honestly how I felt about pitching. I didn't understand why people kept asking me about pitching. I was like, you just write an email and <laughs> say this. And they're like, no, 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 you don't understand. We don't even know how to start the email. And I kind of like scratched my head. I'm like, you're just going to say hi to whoever it is. Like, don't make this harder it's, than it is. It's because it's so natural for you. You didn't even recognize it was a zone of genius. Yes, that's exactly right. And I think that when you ask those family members, what am I really good at? What do you see me talking about? What would you kind of connect me with? It'll open your eyes to something that you may not have known was there. I recently, I actually just spoke with a client this morning who said to me, she just had unexpected twins, already had a little girl and little boy, and she's being asked questions about meal planning. And she said to me, she's like, this is just common sense. How do people not understand how to meal plan? And she said to me, the biggest struggle that people are telling me they have is they don't know how to get started. And it just, she looks at me and says, it, it just blows my mind. And I'm like, but it's overwhelming for other people to look from the outside and have a path where for you, it's clear as day. And I think that that's where you need to start as family, asking them what they see as what you could be an expert in. And there's a difference between your zone of genius and your zones of greatness, right? Can you walk us through the differences there? Yes. So your zone of genius is normally something that just kind of, I feel like comes naturally. Whereas when it comes to your greatness, it might be something that you do exceptionally well. And I think when it also, you, for zone of genius, you have to be able to teach it. I think you have to be able to communicate mm -hmm. to others what it is that you're doing. Because 
if it comes naturally to you, sometimes it can be hard to take a step back and say, okay, what did I do to get to this point? What am I doing step by step? And if you're going to be teaching that to someone else, you have to know, be able to break it down and into its pieces. And that's where that zone of genius really, I think, comes from, is being able to say, okay, these are the strategic steps that I need to take in order to accomplish, like you said, with the health coach, as far as their macros and things like that. What are you looking at in order to get to that end goal? And knowing what the end goal is. Sure. Like for me, I would think if we were to break this down, I'm a great mom. You know, I really am. I love being with my kids and playing. And I'm also great at healthy eating. I stay on my plans. I work out five days a week. But it's not those two things. I don't want to teach those every day. They don't. I'm like, oh, I'm going to wake up today and my natural me is like, let's talk about mom life, which for some people it is. But for me... My zone of genius is sales and marketing and it's, you know, it's faith led online business. Like that's what I just wake up and I'm so excited about it. And so you have to differentiate between that because I could easily get distracted. I'm sure yeah. Jenny and be like, okay, I'm going to start because I did this. I'm like, I'm going to start a lifestyle blog about being a mom. That's how I started blogging. And it just, it never felt, I was always forcing it. I'm like, Ugh, what should I talk about this casserole? Like, <laughs> It just didn't feel exciting. And when I shifted into sales and marketing, which duh, like the the reason I was successful in network marketing was sales and marketing. It's natural for me. So, and what about for you, Jenny? Like walk us through your greatness versus genius just to create like an example. Yeah. So it makes me giggle because my greatness, I would say as far as being organized at home, sticking to a schedule, getting my girls on a routine. I'm a teacher or very routine oriented, but that's not necessarily something that I would want to teach. Like you said, I wouldn't wake up excited to teach someone to like how to put a routine. I'm not good about systems in my own business. So that wouldn't necessarily be it. But for me, that zone of genius is being able to help teach women how to look at their blog or their influence as a business. Mm -hmm. how they can actually take what they're doing and show the young girls in their lives that they're business owners. Because I think that that often, we don't see that. And we're not talking about it enough with our girls. So that zone of genius for me is really being able to empower them to see their business as a business. Because they often don't. That's good. And two, I think you just said something to me that was kind of triggered this. You said you kept seeing the same question over and over. So I also think in in, in addition to asking your family, once you've discovered the area, start asking the community. I started posting in all these mom groups and I said, what's the number one struggle you have as an online entrepreneur? And I started to figure out there's these three or four main triggers that are happening over and over. And same for Jenny. She kept finding it's monetizing my blog. It's pitching these brands. And so she knew, ooh, there's an opportunity to create a course or to create a coaching opportunity here. So once you figure out the area, you can then really dig into that and even get more specific on those hot zones. Yes. And I think one of the places that you can do that, if you don't have a Facebook community to use and, but you do have an Instagram account, I would say use your Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. You have the opportunity now to be able to use the different features like polls or the new question and answer that is now in there as a sticker. So using that to engage with your audience and know what their pain points are. Because if you're going to create anything, you have to be solving a problem. And if you don't know the problem that you're solving, 
it's not going to do well. My nine-year-old daughter wanted to start a YouTube channel. Of course, all nine-year-olds want to be YouTube famous. <laughs> and I, so I said to her, that's fine. But in order for you to start a channel, you need to tell me what problem you're solving. And she's like, oh, I just want to open toys and like show it to people. And I'm like, no, 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 no. My daughter is not doing that. Someone will find that and ask me, what in the world are you allowing her to do here? Sure. Figure out how you can solve a problem and then you can do a YouTube channel. She doesn't have a YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm like waiting. I'm like, what is it? <laughs> she gave up. So now she does actually does pinnable images for me and is doing graphic design work instead. So even better, even better. Exactly. So Jenny, why do you, why do you think we need to spend time in our zone of genius? Like, shouldn't I do 50% in my zones of greatness and 50% in my zones of genius? I mean, what do you think? Yeah. So I would say the more time you can spend in that zone of genius, the better off you're going to be because it gives you the energy to keep going. You become a better mom, a better wife, a better sister because you're lit up and excited about what it is that you're doing when you're in that zone of genius. It took me a long time to start building my team because I felt I needed to do all the things and no one could do all the things the way that I did all the things. But when I finally started finding people whose zone of geniuses were my areas of either weakness or even greatness, it became so much easier. Um, for a lot of moms that are entrepreneurs, I think one of the first places that you can look for that is your house as mm -hmm. far as cleaning. That was one of the first things that I was like, I can keep my house organized, but let's just have someone come in and clean it. And being able to let that go I'm now able to spend, they come in, they're in here for two hours, whereas for me, it would take six to eight to do it by myself, and that's time that I'm not putting into my business. So looking at it proportionally and how much it can move your business forward because you can start that momentum when you're in that zone of genius rather than taking a break and doing something that really your time is worth more than what you would be wasting doing it yourself. And you're like hating it too. I'm over there like scrubbing a toy like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> you know, and when I'm working, like right now, I'm like, this is like my happy space. Like I am obsessed with my mission and with this podcast, but then I'm over there doing laundry and I'm like literally fuming. Like I just don't like it. So think about what are the things that you don't like and guarantee that's not your zone of genius. Yeah. No, absolutely. Or you get frustrated or overwhelmed by it. I mean, even within my own business, it was, the, like I said, the system, spreadsheets. Oh, Lord, you give me a spreadsheet. I just want to cry. But I was able to find someone who loves spreadsheets, and she just organizes everything within the business to make sure that what's coming in is going out, and what, whoever needs what gets what they need, because it's all in one place organized. That's so, so cool. finding those right people for those spots, for sure. And outsourcing. Yes. And get resourceful because people always tell me, I can't afford, and I say this all the time, you guys, I can't afford to outsource. How can you afford not to? And there's places like Fiverr that you can get help for like five or $10 an hour and think about your return on investment, your time freedom. Maybe you can then do something like this and start growing your community while someone else is doing your spreadsheets or doing your taxes or cleaning your house, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. And it's not even, it's the time, but it's also for me, it's the stress. Hiring a bookkeeper was like the best thing I did for my mental 
stability as well as for my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no more question about what's coming in, what's going on. I don't know. Go ask Kiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the, the spreadsheet says. Um, but that stress that you then carry along with you to do the next thing and instead so hard to get sometimes to get out of that funk it can send a lot of people spiraling so it's definitely a time but also that stress level just relieving yourself of that so that you can be happy in what it is that you're doing and continue to feel that joy as you move your business forward I love that. So we've talked about zone of genius when it pertains to business, but how would you say and is it possible to apply your zone of genius to being a mom or being a wife? I think it definitely can. Your zone of genius, I think, with your children, for example, I have two little girls that are both, they're very, very different. My nine-year-old is me, and my almost six-year-old is my husband, personality and looks. I have a zone of genius with my nine-year-old, whereas he has a zone of genius with our six-year-old. And we know that. We just got back from vacation and she does, the little one does not listen to me. She, he, I can say the same thing he is saying, but for some reason, it's the way that he delivers it or the, the tone or the way that he does it, the tempo in which he talks. Same thing with my nine-year-old. If he says it to her and then I turn and say it in whatever mannerism, it makes such a huge difference. So I think you could have zone of geniuses even with your own kids. And then with your husband, I think it can often be the way that you communicate or who's getting what done. My husband is very loves the house tidy and wants everything picked up and put away. And I made that his zone of genius. Yeah. You want it that way? Go do it. You got it, honey. You stay on that. You want to vacuum eight times a day? You do you. Boo, go ahead. So, yes, I think you definitely can have it. Uh, specific areas of zone of genius within any relationship. I think even with friends and girlfriends, it can be the same way. And kind yeah. of understanding those sometimes I think can be difficult too. So first of all, how do I borrow your husband to retrain my husband's zone of genius to vacuum eight times a day? Like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> he actually just bought a new vacuum yesterday because the one that he had wasn't getting doing the job enough. He told me, I'm like, all right, whatever. That is <laughs> So amazing. That's goals, ladies. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. I think it's helped me really clarify zone of genius versus zone of greatness. Spending more time in the zones of genius is really where you find more passion and more fulfillment. And then you then have a, a full cup to pour from in all these other areas. Yes. And gosh, all of that stuff is so key. Do you have any advice for any of the mompreneurs out there, Jenny, that are they're grinding, they're hustling, they are showing up, they're working, and you know maybe they just need a word of inspiration or any last tip that you want to leave them with. Yeah, I would say the biggest thing, especially this day and age with social media and seeing everyone's highlight reel, is to know that your journey, your path is yours. Don't compare your path to someone else's from three years ago or to someone else's that doesn't have newborn twins. You have to know that it's your journey. Stick at it. And every once in a while, you have to give yourself some grace to know that you're learning at this. You're making it work for your family and hone in on that why to keep you moving forward. Yeah. You can only compare yourself to yourself, right? Yes. Exactly. I'm always saying that. I'm like, if you, you can't go look at someone else and say, well, they're more successful than me, but you don't know their backstory. 
So it's always, are you one step better than you were yesterday? Are you, are you doing one thing with more intention than you were yesterday, right? Yeah. And even if you do, one of the things that we've talked quite a bit on my podcast lately about is the whole idea of failing forward. That if you mm -hmm. are going to fail, as long as you can learn from it, then you're moving forward. So do try it and see what happens. And not one for waiting until the perfect time. There is no perfect time. So fail forward. Yes. Amen, friend. Okay. So how can people get themselves more? Jenny, tell us where to find you. Tell us about your, where to find your podcast, all the things. Yes, absolutely. So my podcast is called Influencer Entrepreneurs um, with Jenny Mowers. You can find me on whatever your favorite way to listen is. And then the best platform to find me on is Instagram. I'm on Instagram constantly, especially in stories at Jenny underscore Melrose. Feel free to send me a DM. I'm always answering questions and sending videos back and everything else. It's just one of my favorite platform right now, especially with Instagram stories. Amazing. Well, thank you, Jenny. I've had so much fun. Thank you so much, Steph. If you like Mama Saw, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.